motherfucking Lady King, a.k.a. Big Mama Trauma, a.k.a. The Undisputed Champion, a.k.a. This is Big Mama Trauma, and you're listening to the motherfucking Mankind Podcast. You're listening to the Mankind Podcast, and one time for your mind, I am your host, Mankind. Thank you guys for helping the Mankind Podcast thrive in the new year, and we will continue to serve our audience with interesting, honest, and entertaining interviews from emerging and established artists around the music scene. Honestly, what we really need right now, though, is for you to go subscribe to our YouTube channel. We need you to go to themankindshow.com or Google The Mankind Podcast. And when you're there, click the subscribe button and check out our videos featuring artists like Bone, Trauma, Sos, and Producer Booth Mobile, and so many more, uh, with new episodes updated weekly, and Treasures from the Vault popping up periodically. It's a great place for Tucson hip-hop. Also, leave us a comment and tell us what you think. We're always striving for greatness, and your feedback is much appreciated, seriously. The podcast scene seems to be blowing up these days, and everyone is listening or even better, starting a podcast. And there seems to be no wrong way to podcast, and people are are getting really creative, and there's plenty of Tucson-based shows on a variety of interesting topics. And Runsky from The Science of Things is an owner over at Thunder Canyon Brewery, and we were... We were hanging out and talking about uh, starting a live podcast night once a month. And every month we'll feature a different show. Maybe do a meetup as well. And I'm talking about shows like, of course, the Mankind Podcast, the Science of Things, Speaker Box X Hip Hop Podcast, The Hood Diner, Kendra After Dark, Selves Talking, Blacks. The Afterworld Podcast, Pod by Max Zama, The Creative City Show, Power, Passion, and Coffee Podcast, and the V3 Podcast. Live on stage. It will be absolutely epic. Um, Follow our socials at Mankind Podcast on Instagram and Mankind Pod on Twitter. Go to themankindshow.com. It's basically just a site with all of the important links. And you can also leave us a voice message directly in our anchor page or by calling 520-276-9121. You can email the show at themankindpodcast at gmail.com. So this interview with Trauma is full of her vibrant energy. She's passionate and hilarious. She's adorable. Her vibes are immediately attractive. And that's why she's the undisputed queen. And you are in for a real treat. So, with no further ado, it is my true pleasure to present to you Big Mama Trauma. Genevieve out here breaking her back for Thunder Canyon Brewery. Thunder Canyon Brewery. You already know the vibes. Big Mama Trauma, SBZ, Mankind, and this is the Mankind Podcast. My style, yeah, a lot of 
I love the 808, so I love the trap. I love the boom bap. My style, though, I think I'm still trying to find my style because I be like in the, I like to genre bend a lot. Anything with a funky bass line, like I'm, I'm all over it. BZ once told me that the instrumental speaks to me, and, the, and that's super true. When I find a beat, it's like it writes itself sometimes, you know what I mean? So it's different because I like all kinds of music. I like all kinds of music. Don't fuck around and get me on like a metal beat, jazz. I'd be slapping to bass, country, hip hop, R&B, <laughs> hyperpunk. Yeah, my style. I I want I want a little something for everybody of all age groups. Cuz I am a little older. I'm not my demographic. I'm not like reaching for the little kids. Even though I am cuz I'm trying to set an example. Man, hip hop early early on like I was three and four years old realizing that that's what it was so funny because I remember a specific memory I was like in kindergarten and they teach us like how to clap to songs Mm -hmm. and I'd be staring looking at everybody I'm like why can't you clap to beat like none of you have rhythm you know what I mean and I was like this is ridiculous (laughs) I'm I was offended as a five-year-old that nobody could clap to the beat you know and I mean, I, so I started rapping like I was really into chopper style. You know what I mean? Um, and I would mimic like do or die, twist a bust a rhyme. So I started just getting the hang of it, muscle memory. And people ate it up. And I've always been drawn to the hip hop because it's just, I mean, it speaks to your soul. Hip hop is a culture. I truly believe in a religion. You know what I mean? Like some people are just born hip hop. It, it, you know what I mean? It moves you. And uh, I started rapping, like, with the homies as every other little white kid on the east side of Tucson. You know what I mean? I was the minority on my side of town. And that was, like, my hidden talent that I'd bust out. And people would be like, what the fuck? Who is this little fucking fat white girl think she is right now? You know what I mean? So, yeah, and my boys, all all my homies... You know, I was that one little white kid. All my homies were, like, really good with the shit. Rest in peace, Peanut. Joshua McClinton, he was, like, he was sick with the shits. Like, we would all just record on, like, a little fucked-up-ass Windows computer, you know what I mean, and a little microphone. I think I'm still, like, trying to find my style because I catch myself all the time when I write, and I'll be like, that sounds a little bit too machine gun Randy. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you can hear my influences in my songs heavy. Motherfucking machine gun Kelly. Day one. A1 since day one. I heavily relate to that story. Almost every one of my songs is just me. You know, like, I'm speaking Randy and trauma into my music, and that's... I feel like there's always, like, a piece of me that almost anybody can relate to because I've had a fucking wild-ass ride so far, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, it's like... And a lot of my music this last year has been reflective on the shit that I've been going through, and everybody relates to pain. So I, when I pull out the trauma in me and be writing the sad shit, the therapeutic shit, that's what people... Um, they love that shit. They eat it up. I love it how Tommy said, uh, he's like, everybody loves sad Tommy. Tommy will. And I was like, that's a fact. You know, that's a fucking fact. You got to, you got to get the sads out. Being a female artist in Tucson, for me personally, 
I don't know. It is different. It's very different because they're they are few and far in between. Like I um, when I started, I saw LV. Shout out LV because I love her. You know, she's been doing this for a long time too. And I was like, man, I was like, like she came heavy and she was gunning for the boys. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, with the battle, oh, I used to sit there and watch her battle videos all the time. Like she's fucking sick, you know. Uh, you know, and then that, that goes just for female rappers in Arizona, period. Obviously, SBZ. When we did the Tucson Hip Hop Cypher last year, Lizzie P, Chazelle, me and BZ, it was like, I mean, that filled me with this energy that I ran with all year that like, okay, like it's our time as women creatives here to like step out and show out because there's a lot of boys out here yeah. doing this thing. And there's not many women. So when there's a woman that's consistent genuine and like really grinding for it and i guess like an okay rapper (laughs) yeah and dope uh people be paying attention and i love it they love it one of the challenges i think that females face too is trying to keep up with with the guys i mean it can be such a boys club um especially in the hip-hop scene so as a female it's almost like you better be the shit because if you're not you're just a girl rapping and and there's so much more to that and like uh like trauma was saying um being relatable too that's another thing that i think um you're really nailing because people when they connect with an artist they want that artist to feel like a person and oftentimes it's that vulnerability that brings you back to like wow this this fucking rapper is a guy with feelings or or a girl with feelings and exactly and when you when you get to that point where you're talking about fiending for dope i mean that's real shit like that's stuff that that you don't forget about and i think that your music is not only relatable to people in that situation but but both female and male. I mean, everybody's got struggles. Everybody goes through it. And everybody appreciates, like, bars. And, and yeah. you know, you just... You really deliver that. And that's what's up. So I just had to chime in with that real quick. But yeah. you already know. You already know the boss. You already know the boss. <laughs> Shout out, SBZ. Oftentimes, a lot of the shows I'd be doing is, like, like during a weekday. So I have to, like... I work four tens at my day job, right? Shout out AAA because they be holding it down and supporting me like a motherfucker. They're my fans. So they'll let me like come in earlier, work my 10 hour shift. Then I'm getting off to go, you know, Thunder Canyon, wherever I'm doing a show. Right. So show day, I wake up. I usually do my set like that morning and I like sit there and I hustle. I'm like, man, what am I going to do? I'm the least prepared artist out here. And you would never, you would never guess it. You know what I mean? Um, I always usually just like go and pick up my wife. We boogie straight down here. Half the time I'm still in like a polo shirt from work. You know what I mean? And uh, have my little nervous fit for a second and get up there and do do the thing. Yeah, my strategy to get in that that mindset. I be getting stoned as shit before a show. I have to. I try to smoke as much as I can. Uh, thank Arizona Medical Cards for that. I be medicated. And then I think really, like, when I get on the stage, I have a natural ability to read a room. And that sets the tone. Like, I sit here and marinate for a second before it's my turn to get up. And I feel the mood. You know what I mean? 
I get up there. I usually to like break my nerves, I'll do my funny shit. Like I'll just be me. Like that's Randy up there before I start just having to do something hilarious and like get your attention. And that's exactly what it does. Like I get people's attention and I watch people like flood from other sides of the room and they're like right there and engaged with me and they're like really listening, you know what I mean? And I feel like that's a huge difference between I hear a lot of artists they're like get fucking closer, bring it to the Everybody stage. Yeah, everybody fucking. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, yeah. And, uh, I mean, to stay in that mindset, too, when I look around and see people, like, really tapped in and locked in with me, it's like that feeds me this confidence and this gasoline. I'm like, man, you're really listening to me right now. And so it just makes me deliver the best that I can. And that's the most dangerous component is like that confidence and believing in yourself. I feel like that's what separates a lot of artists out here is like you can see who is confident up on that stage. I mean, anywhere, not just here, but that when you believe in yourself, like you're halfway there and that's usually the best, you know, that just naturally attracts the tribe and your fans and just people engagement. Like when you just, I know I'm the shit and not in a cocky way, but it's just like, you're going to like me or not. You know, which I remember you wrote me that question too. you, you know, criticism, especially that's coming up. I mean, it's scary and vulnerable when you put your stuff on the Internet for the world to see because people are mean. You know what I mean? But I'm really thankful that I got in this mindset pretty early on that not everybody is going to like my music. Not everybody likes me, period. I don't like everybody else's music you know what I mean and, and it's like you know you can't be everybody's cup of tea and I feel like once you understand that and you're you know I'm just trying to relate to somebody out there not everybody you know I always take shit with a grain of salt and I knew when I started that I was gonna get the smoke you know what I mean I I've been ready for the smoke so I think that's what that's what helps me too a lot is that like I'm ready for it and it's okay when I build a set list I usually I always think into consideration where am I playing who am I playing for am I headlining am I opening you know what I mean like who else is on the bill I try to I try to keep the same energy as you know what is supposed to be the tone set for the night you know what i mean like if it's a small more intimate show with more like boom bat mellow artists i'll bring out like my more soft bars slow shit but if it's like a wild bill where i'm the headliner and we're going all out and i'm rocking like a 15 20 minute set like i'm bringing every slap and banger with sbz that i got you know what i mean every shit talking like bitch i'm the queen better bow down yeah on my trap shit like when i want to you know, and I bounce back and forth like a roller coaster in my set sometime because I'd be bringing it all. I'm like, all right, we're going to slow it down. We're going to get a little emotional. And then we're going to turn the fuck up. You know what I mean? I love it. Yeah, so that's that's my set building process. Whether BZ's going to be there or not really plays into it. The Tucson scene to me is truly a representation of the wild, wild west. There's a lot of healthy competition out here. And then there's also a lot of, like, true hip-hop politics and i mean because we're hungry out here 
there is like a like I said, there's a, a huge nuclear weapon of real talent out here and people that are wanting to work and grind and to make this like a, a career. You know what I mean? And then there's a lot of people that are more lackadaisical and don't stay consistent. You know, or don't really have the drive. Like, they say they want to make this a career, but they're really not doing any kind of the any of the footwork. Yes. You know what I mean? Like the, won't be here next year. Exactly. Like, this, it's not easy to do this, you know? And, like, you really got to keep a momentum because people have a short attention span. Oh, yeah. Me included. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get bored of myself, and that's why I have to, like, keep constantly going and going and changing. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I love it out here. I think... There's a lot of haters out here, you know what I mean? And there's, like, like I said, like, the hip-hop politics and people who think they're better than everybody else or, you know, a lot of people don't fuck with a lot of people, you know what I mean? Like, that's just that. So we've got a lot of... We're playing a lot of empty shows or, you know, people are worried about not sharing everybody's shit on the internet, you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, I think there could be a lot... Yeah, there is a lot of clout chasing, a lot of, like, I don't even know how to put it anymore you know i think that we have the ability to do something really cool and crazy here and i i foresee it coming there needs i need everybody as a community needs to put in the footwork and support each other more and stop being such a fucking hater you hear me son big mama trauma trying to be the glue here in the community like bring people together and that's what i do with my big old sunshine personality you know what i mean out here whoring out with my hugs. I want people, everybody to work with each other to build something crazy like a warship, you know what I mean? It can be done, and it's going to be done. I feel it, because I feel like last year was like my first and only year, and I would say even given a lot of events that happened to me in my personal life and in the, in the trauma life, I've been pretty fucking consistent. Like, I've showed face or been going out supporting or doing my own shit almost every weekend for like a year straight and during the week even you know I I don't feel like I've taken any time off on the shit if I'm not in the studio with SBZ and Pops I'm some in somebody else's studio in the home studio or, or constantly doing something you know what I mean this year I want to be more consistent with dropping all this stashed music that I've got you know what I mean and yeah consistency is the mantra of the year my audience see it's crazy because I've got a little bit of everyone of all walks of life you know what I mean like I've got a of all ages too and I love it that people that repeatedly come out to see me for me and it's really tripped me out or like the what they tell me when I get off the stage and I get rushed by people that are just like I feel you and I heard you and I feel you and it's like don't say that to me because I'm a cry right now. You know what I mean? I'm sensitive. My audience, I just, I love it because it keeps growing of all different kinds. You know, people that are a fan of like my one or two punchlines I'd be throwing out in my bars. And then there's people that are just fans of me as a person. And that's the best kind of love and support I'd be getting. You know, people that are like Randy and trauma fans. So when it, I would say quality over quantity any day you know no fake love around here (laughs) ain't none making music has totally changed how i listen to music because now it's like 
now I feel songs differently and almost can like feel the artist and I put myself in their shoes or in their head and I'm like what were you going through when you wrote this you know and I also judge the sound quality I find myself I'm a little bougie now and I'm like "Mm, this could have been mixed a little bit better (laughs) you know what I mean Uh, that's thanks to BZ because she's bougie with her ears she's good with the shits you gotta be yeah you gotta be exactly that's a fact it's yeah it's definitely changed the way i listen to music and i love it because now it just makes it a whole new ride my wife really is how i mean she is truly like my backbone in keeping me at least one foot on the ground because if it was up to me and my pisces ass i would just be so lost you know and staying um yeah staying any kind of level-headed and grounded uh, especially like I've been going through a lot with my, my pops passing this year and then a lot of shit that, you know, with work and my own health, like I've been going through it and my wife holds me down. Like it is nobody's business. That is the realest one I've ever come across on this earth. A one since day one, shout out S G S D. What do I do for fun? Really, I this is what I do for fun. Yeah. It's funny because, like, I be doing it for work, but when I want to, like, get happy, this is my serotonin, too. It, you know, even if we just chill in the studio while her and Mitch in the kitchen be baking the bread on the beats, <laughs> it's like, yo, it really is therapeutic for me. And if I'm not doing that, I'm trying to convince uh, Stacy to go, like, bowling with me or some shit because I'm a child. Always trying to play some games, you know what I mean? I see Arizona hip-hop growing constantly. Like, and especially just in the time that I've been swan-dived up in it, I like where it's going right now. I like that everybody's in this, like, collective of independence and just pushing it pushing it pushing it i think that there's a lot of uh, collaborative artists and producers right now i love when they you know shit like the round table pushing buttons any kind of platform that we have to gather and network i mean every time i leave an event like that it's like i leave with these connections of these people that are so talented so i think it's only a matter of time and dedication until something really fucking cool happens out here you know what i mean I could feel it. I was just talking about this on the way here. I'd be dipping my chip into everybody's sauce here. Like, I've been recently working with um, Tommy Will, which is, of course, everybody knows he's, like, been my favorite from A1 since day one. Shout out Halsero for just being perfect. <laughs> shout outs. Uh, shout out every single one of you that continues to make yourself vulnerable by putting out your music your content your art yourself and for sharing it with all of us because we love you yeah shout out mankind for the motherfucking mankind podcast for doing the thing shout out tucson shout out pike romero shout out runt for really being the definition of everybody eats and always out here trying to be our sensei with the shits I love Runt. Shout out to Stacy. You already know. You're my boo. Uh, shout out Marley B for that broken complex uh, major level up. That's the big homie, and I miss your hugs, you beautiful ass bitch. 
Uh, bless you, BZ. Shout out our attorney and T. It's a family team. Shout out Lil Weta the Rat Plug because she really be out here just throwing our asses in a circle for the world to see. This was the Mankind Podcast. Peace.